Welcome to Vegas Revealed, Episode 9. On our show today, how the coronavirus is impacting Las Vegas' economy. Plus, we chat with a Las Vegas visitor and get his perspective. He was planning to attend a lot of Pac-12 basketball games that ended up being canceled. Here at Vegas Revealed, we're excited. We have a new sponsor, OffTheStrip.com. This is a local business and event directory. And you know, the Las Vegas Strip gets a ton of attention and everything that goes on here. But there's a lot of great stuff that happens away from Las Vegas Boulevard, too. That's right. You can find tips on shopping locations, also concerts, events, even free events for the family. There's classifieds, all sorts of stuff on offthestrip.com. We're excited to have them as a Vegas Revealed sponsor. Check them out. Hello, everyone. It's time for Vegas Revealed. I'm Dana Roselli. And I'm Sean McAllister. I have leathered up <laughs> with soap suds and hand sanitizer. So, Dana, I'm good to go. I'm so glad to hear that. We're here at the Palazzo Broadcast Studio at Lagasse Stadium. And, yeah, we've got a uh, little sanitizer right outside the door. So <laughs> it's great. And you know what, Sean? We parked here for free. I know. That's the that's the best part, isn't it? it? Is. We've got it. all our bases covered. Free parking and hand sanitizer within reach. I know. It's amazing. And the great staff here at Legacy too. Listen, we're trying to keep our spirits up. Uh, there's been so much talk, and obviously everyone's focused on the coronavirus. Yeah. And here in Las Vegas, um, you know, we have, as a part of our common economy, tourists. And that's pretty much, you know, what we live on and what we thrive on. And we have a lot of conferences too. And thousands and thousands of people come in for conferences literally every week. And a lot of them have been canceled and it's getting a little nerve wracking. Yeah. And I know that it was big news when Tom Hanks and his wife Mm -hmm. came down and tested positive for coronavirus. And that showed that it's reaching Hollywood too. And a big Hollywood event, CinemaCon is a convention that's held here in Las Vegas every year. It's it's actually a convention for movie theater owners, right. but movie studios bring out stars. They bring out a, a lot of footage for upcoming blockbusters, mm-hmm. and that whole thing has been canceled because they have vendors from around the world that come in for it, and they just can't travel here. Yeah, and the same with the National Association of Broadcasters Conference that was going to be held in mid-April as well. Now we're hearing that they're going to scale back on the NFL draft that's expected to be here too. Uh, The NBA has suspended the season. The NHL just announced... um, they're going to yeah, take a halt, right? Yeah, they're suspending play. Yeah, and our Golden moment. Knights are in a different city right now, but they won't. Our Golden Knights are doing so good. I know. They've <laughs> been on a roll. We have been wanting them. They're in playoff contention. And this is, um, it's obviously not a, a good time for for anybody to no. be dealing with this. But um, it is. The, everything from sports to uh, food and beverage to the hotel industry and conventions is being affected here in Las Vegas. As I mentioned, it is is alarming and concerning, you know, the effect this is going to have on the Las Vegas economy. So we called our good friend Steve Buden up. He is with the Buden Group, and Sean and I really trust Steve. He's a financial advisor. We work with him. Steve Buden, welcome. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, gosh, tough time. Sean and I were discussing, you know, what we were going to do on the podcast today, and we thought we have to talk about the economic impact that the coronavirus is going to have on Las Vegas and is having already. Yeah, so, I mean... We've seen already sporting events called off. We've seen conferences 
called off kind of big picture where are we now if i had to make an analogy to a baseball game i probably would say we're in the fourth or fifth inning i think the united states as opposed to other countries were fairly behind the eight ball when it came to dealing with the virus i don't know if we took it as seriously as we should have but i'm not a doctor i'm not a medical expert but it seems like just now we're really beginning to see how serious this is with all of the leagues and college divisions canceling games and vegas having conferences canceled you're not a medical expert but you are a financial expert and you've been watching what the markets (laughs) have been doing and i know a lot of people have been freaking out over these plunges that we've seen when we wake up every morning yeah uh Normally, our phone will ring a few times a day, and it's been fairly busy the last few days, and it's from clients who normally don't contact us. So that's when I know things are serious when I hear from certain people. Mm-hmm. Well, and we keep talking about you know the impact it's going to have on Las Vegas, and I think <clears throat> this week, we're, we're actually recording this on a Thursday, um, we're really starting to see and feel it because we're seeing all these things cancel. We're seeing conferences pull out where there was, you know, a handful and now it's two handful and dozens. And um, what, I mean, what is the reality of the economic impact this is going to have on our city? I mean, it's worrying. We, we thrive on visitors and conferences. Yeah. In fact, uh, just doing some homework last night uh, for another interview I had given, this foreign travel ban from Europe is pretty serious. You know, for the last 10 years, Vegas has been promoting itself to try to increase its foreign business. And on a dollar-per-dollar basis, the foreign visitor tends to spend more money than the domestic visitor. So if we lose access to those foreign visitors, it could really have a devastating effect on the Vegas economy. And I think the time to sugarcoat it is past. Like, we really need to come together and figure out a way to mitigate and minimize the damage it's going to have here. So obviously, we're, we're not done with the ups and downs that we're going to see with this. It, what is your advice to people on on how to weather this yeah there's two things number one you should have a an account balanced effectively before crises hit we had the financial crisis we've had SARS we've had Ebola we've had many things over the years that have or should have given us warning to not get too greedy or excess uh, in terms of your risk level. And this is just another reminder. So number one, you should have an account, and I, I know I'm biased, but you should have some professional assistance helping you design accounts that could help you sleep at night. And number two, realize you're in it for the long haul. Uh, dealing with Vegas locally, you know, we're the entertainment capital of the world. Humans can only be quarantined for so long. There will come a point, I don't know if it's next week, next month, six months from now, where people will want to go back out And that's where I think as a city, we need to get that message out that we still are open for business. But what about these conferences canceling? I mean, it's thousands and thousands of people that come to our city. Like, how do you recover from that? Because they're not, it doesn't sound like you can really just change the date, you know? People had plans, I mean. Yeah, and therein lies the issue. We are going to take a financial hit. You know, these conferences, in economic terms, they're called fungible items. So if you miss a conference today, Thursday through Sunday, you're not going to reschedule that conference the probability is that right you may come back next year but those four days are lost you know airline seats when that plane takes off those seats are lost the meals in this restaurant those are lost you can't come back and eat twice right so those losses are going to be realized and very difficult to make up for right um when you talk about um you know a financial 
you know, finances and all that and, and people wanting to spend money and travel, they have the money right now, but they're worried maybe they're going to lose their job or have to yeah. know, stay at home and that kind of thing. What is your advice to people who have trips planned? I mean, I know, again, you're no travel expert, you're yeah. no medical expert, but I mean, what do you think the best case scenario is? Just wait it out and see? Yeah, I could speak from firsthand experience. We were due to take a family trip to Europe this summer and we just canceled it. Mm. Uh, there is a time window with which you can get your money back, no questions asked, and we just decided as a family, don't take that risk. Uh, and unfortunately, that's probably the prudent thing to do. Uh, if you're adventurous, though, I tell you what, I was looking <laughs> yesterday afternoon, airline tickets are dirt cheap, hotel rooms are dirt cheap. Right. So those that are brave can really take advantage of some enormous discounts. I just got an advertisement yesterday. It was four ninety nine for a 10-day cruise. Oh, I don't yeah. think you're going to get that yeah. anywhere else. No, and, and I'd have no problem taking a cruise, but I'm probably in the vast minority. Yeah, no, well, I'm you not. might be the only one on that boat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I better yet. In, in terms of, of people who own small businesses, we, we heard that there, there could be stimulus packages, low-interest loans. Is that something that that you think is going to have a real impact and something that people should be looking into and taking advantage of? Yeah, I think the politicians in Washington really need to, A, cancel their recess that is going into effect on Friday. I mean, if they leave town without this being resolved, you know, none of them should be reelected, putting that aside. Uh, they need to take notice that most small businesses in this country are the larger employers. You know, most employees of companies across the country are employed by businesses with with less than 50 employees. And these very often are businesses, whether they're restaurants, gyms, they're usually a month-to-month -month business. And if they have that disruption, their solid businesses, through no fault of their own, are getting hit by a virus. It wasn't like these business owners expanded too quickly and made bad business decisions. They're just in a bad luck situation right now. Hopefully Congress very quickly can get them access to some liquidity or meaning some some capital to make payroll. You know, it does no none of us any good if you own a restaurant and the servers can't get paid. If you own a small contracting firm and your painters and wallpapers can't get paid through no fault of their own, these people need the help. So I'd love to hear if any politician is listening to this you know you really need to focus and get some financial relief to these small businesses done asap and just a reminder for all of those uh, listening to this we are uh, a recorded podcast and you know the the things that we're talking about could be rapidly yes. changing and evolving and yes. uh you know this could be an outdated conversation yeah. in in terms of the stimulus yes packages right how about travel um, as far as, like, my family's coming in for Easter um, to Vegas. And, you know, they're undecided what to do at this point. But it, it, do you do you know, is it worth, um, if you have a trip plan, because I know a lot of people are planning spring break trips with their kids and their families, to call and see if, I don't know, maybe you could make some adjustments on the hotel room or that you already booked? Um, because mm. if it's a lot lower now, can you get that money yeah, back? Is it, now the time? I'm either not coming or you can cut my price in half? No, I you're always looking for the deal. I'm always looking for a deal. A good coupon. Yeah, I think the it can't hurt to make the phone call, right? I mean, I know if I was an airline, they can tend to be difficult to deal with. But if you're an airline or one of the Vegas hotels, can't hurt to make that phone call and say, hey, you know, I'm debating on canceling. You either lose the room. Like I said before, 
the room nights are fungible. When that hotel room goes empty, you can't get that back, and the hotels know that. And I know that in my my emails, I've gotten I've gotten messages from you know the CEOs of airlines and from the the heads of restaurant groups and from the heads of hotel organizations talking about the steps that they're taking in light of what's going on with the virus and that they're keeping uh, in in tabs on everything that's going on is that do you think a recommended business practice at this point is that what everybody should be doing is reassuring their customers yeah i'm getting the same emails and i think it's great business practice because mm-hmm. what we're dealing with right now is a fear and be a crisis of confidence if you're in los angeles and you're thinking of driving here for the weekend the email from the ceo may say we've cleaned our rooms we've added the extra disinfectant whatever yeah. they're they're doing you might say okay i feel a little bit more confident than i'll drive over here mm-hmm. not hearing something might give you cause to think well what are they hiding right well i'll tell you right. what i got something from hawaiian airlines talking about how they <laughs> have go. these hepa filters in their cabins right. and yeah. it's clean air where where viruses and bacteria can't survive so i don't right. know i'm thinking about hopping a plane to uh, hawaii well, well you know my question for that is let's maybe they, they should keep those practices after this passes i know right? it people is are going to start expecting I think so. And I think this is a good lesson. That's for sure. I mean, I've even got something from the gym that I go to talking about their cleaning process. And I'm like, oh, I had no idea they did that. I always wonder, like they disinfect like once every few weeks with this thing that prevents, you know, and like all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wish I would have known. I would actually like to know that stuff on a regular basis, you know? (laughs) Well, I think that's great marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Take a gym, very competitive Mm -hmm. business. Right. If I'm the gym that is using the you know Lysol extra. Mm-hmm. That's a marketing, right? Because hey, we're cleaner than the next guy. Right. That's so right? true. That's yeah. so true. Well, and what do they say? It takes ninety days to create a habit. So if this is spread out over three months, you know the stuff, the things that we are doing now and beginning to do become habitual and their practices that continue on. And that's where I think you might see some changes in our culture. You mentioned the ninety days. Let's say. You're on. You're, you know, you decide to stay home, and you're watching a streaming channel at home on your 90-inch television. You may or may not decide to go to the movies right. at some point. So, this may have some long-lasting effects as to how consumers behave. Which, again, I think is important for Vegas just to remind people that in-person experience that we offer can't be duplicated at home. Right. So, I mean, just uh, before we let you go, what what's the long-term? So say this goes on for two two months, three months, and, you know, Vegas gets very quiet. Every city's going to get very quiet. People are, ha- like... I don't. What do you do? Like, what is the yeah. long term effect of that? Like, what is the long term effect of like kind of like a three month shutdown? Yeah, it, nobody knows. Nobody you know, knows. This this has never happened before. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, you know, I'm an optimist. You know, since the country was founded 230 years ago, we've had world wars, we've had presidents assassinated, we've had political issues, we've had other virus and illnesses, and we've always seemed to make it through. We adapt, and I think Americans in general like to do things. So I don't see where... I think if we had this interview a year from now, I think we kind of will look back and be like, hey, remember when you know mm-hmm. you could drive right. down? I drove over here, and you said I was early. Right. I hit no traffic. <laughs> Nobody's out there. So I, you know, that's, I doubt that'll continue much longer. Right. So March 2021, we'll look back at episode <laughs> nine. Yeah. Yes. Well, hopefully we'll be on before that. But yeah, yes. you know, in all seriousness, I think that... Uh, I just can only speak for myself personally. I mean, I'm not going to be changing the way I live. I mean, this 
it stinks to go through this, but we'll get through it. Yeah, we will. I hope so. And generally, after a drought, a spending drought, is there a downpour of spending? Yeah, the studies will show that people will tend to spend a little bit more. Now, you may not be able to, again, make back what's been lost, but there is what they call a pent-up demand. Mm -hmm. So people will come out and, you know, hey, I haven't been out in in a month, so they may go to a a high-end restaurant versus a regular restaurant or something right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, since this is Vegas revealed, I have to reveal Steve Buden is my financial guy. Uh, oh, mine too. <laughs> I've interviewed him for years and years and the trust that we built up, you know, yeah. I went with Steve, I recommended him to you. Yep. It's kind of been, you know, whatever. But Sean and I did dip into our accounts yesterday as we were sitting in a car together. <laughs> and you still invited me up. Should we look? Yeah. <laughs> but what do you recommend? We just ignore it. I mean, what do you recommend yeah. for people that are worried about? I mean, you know, we're in our 40s, so an IRA. I thought we in your 30s. No, I, I wish, that? but uh, well, I don't know if I wish. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, <but>. No. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think, like I said at the beginning of the interview, I think if, if you work with a professional and they have you set up right going in, yeah. then disruptions like this won't overly concern you. I hate to say, think that you guys should ignore it, but you should look at it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't overly panic. And working with a professional, they're <laughs> you know, a phone call away. Call them and ask them questions. You, it's your money. You deserve to know what's going on. But it's, I can't emphasize this enough. It's important to have the strategy going in mm-hmm. versus being reactive. When you're reactive, you're doing things in a panic, and that's right. never good. Yeah, I looked Saturday. Things were great. Yeah, well. And then I looked yesterday. <laughs> not so story. great. Yeah. Not so great. I d- don't look today, I'll tell you Okay, that. okay yeah. I'm not looking. Well, I might yeah. look when you walk out of the room just because you said that. <laughs> Steve, thanks so much for coming on. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. We appreciate your time. Sure. And coming up next on Vegas Revealed, we are talking with a Vegas visitor who came to town for basketball but came up dry. Stay here on Vegas Revealed. Let's take a holiday. Hop into a limo. Drive on through the night. The desert sky is cold. So I had my good friend uh, John Kilb contact me. We went to college together, Sean. Okay. And I haven't seen him in years and years and years. He said, I'm in Vegas. And, you know, he comes in a lot and, and we've kept in touch. And I know he's a sports fanatic, worked in the sports field for a very long time, came in for the Pac-12 games. And then he wrote me and said, they're all canceled. Yeah, so how's your uh, sports trip going for you there? <laughs> hi, John. Well, yeah, hi, guys. Um, it's, it's a pleasure to join you because now I have nothing to do exactly. for three days. I'm, I'm here till Sunday with no games to watch. Oh, um, man. They refunded my ticket prices. Okay. And, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. Like, I was um, – I enjoyed the first uh, – I got here last Sunday. Um, was here Monday and Tuesday. I saw Gonzaga play, mm-hmm. um, and they – at least got to the conclusion of their tournament, and then Wednesday the Pac-12 started, and I went all day yesterday and saw the games, but you know, word started getting out in the afternoon they were going to close the rest of the tournament to the fans at first, just play in an empty T-Mobile arena, and then by the end of the day, they, they decided, early this morning, they decided just to cancel... Yeah. The rest of the the games. So you've obviously been to Las Vegas many times. How for people who are listening from out of town, and even for people who live here, how has this trip differed from the other trips that you've been on? Well, it's definitely less busy now. It's been the middle of the week, mm-hmm. so you know usually things ramp up towards the weekend, but. With the cancellation of these games all over the country, 
the sports books are empty. I was just talking. I, I, I had a bunch of bets made today. Right. I had to take them back to the sports book because everything was canceled and they refunded my, you know, they oh, refunded my money. Oh, that's interesting. I never, never thought of that. But the guy, you know, they're canceling everything and the guys are like, we're going to have no work for the next month. Like they're going to, the, the sports book staffs are going to, yeah, you know, the, the odds makers are not going to have much to do there. So far, they're going to continue some things like the, the PGA Tour is going to play without fans. Mm-hmm. NASCAR is going to race without fans. So you can still bet that stuff if if that's your thing. But I got to imagine, I mean, I had friends that are scheduled to come next weekend. I have to think that that first weekend of March Madness, aside from the Super Bowl, has to be annually mm-hmm. the it's second huge. biggest sports betting weekend that Las Vegas has. Yes, and yeah. so, um, you know, it's a shame to see that that that's going to dissipate and, sure. and not exist at the level it did yeah. in the past. And, you know, you've been covering sports a long time. You graduated in 96. I did 97. You got right out there just like I did. And um, you've been a photographer, producer in New York, what, Florida too? Yep, New York, uh, and Boston even Boston. for two years. Uh, Have you ever seen anything like this? I mean, it kind of no. feels like a dream today, no, doesn't it? No, yeah. I mean, it's so rare for teams and leagues to cancel games period let alone i mean sometimes if there's a tragedy they do it but i don't ever recall any kind of um you know pandemic canceling there's we've never had anything like this um where they're just they're so afraid of you know the transmission Mm -hmm. of a virus that they're they don't want people gathering so what do you do from here i mean i know you don't have the answer but i mean do you think these like the nba and the nhl they'll pick up again or just call it a year I do think that their hope is to pick it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll wait. They'll wait it out a few weeks or a month and see where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine within a month, by you know, by the end of March or, or early April, they'll have to make a, a decision though, because you can't you can't expect guys to keep practicing and practicing for two or three months and then resume a season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's it's. I, it's impossible, you know, like because then the players are not going to get a year off. Like right. then you're then you're looking at the effect it would have on next year's sports calendar. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you if you push the NBA finals, and they're already in June. If you push them to August, well, the preseason starts in September. Yeah. So w- there's no off season, right? So and and throw in the Olympics, which are supposed to happen, and the it's best basketball players go to the Olympics. I don't. I don't. There's they're going to have to make a decision. My guess is within a month if they're mm-hmm. going to, you know, if if the virus is is contained and brought down and they they the outlook is good. My guess is they'll try to pick it back up. But mm-hmm. if if we haven't put a you know curtailed this within a month, I assume the NHL, the NBA are going to cancel the seasons entirely. Well, and I have to imagine if there are hopes of resuming play in any of these leagues that they would have to test every player from every team and essentially quarantine the whole team so that they can stay healthy and hope to resume the season. Yeah, you you would think that they would take those steps. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that um, the medical staffs of every team will be testing the players probably regularly. Um, And yes, they're going to have to set up um, you know they're going to have to get a wing of a hotel and put their players into you know like they they do for the Super Bowl a couple days ahead of time where they you know they, they they give them a wing of a hotel, and that's where you are, and no, no guests are allowed in. And we'll bring you your food, and you all eat together. And it, you know they they try to do something like that because otherwise, there's uh, you know you, you can't expect them to be allowed to go out and get tested one day, and then the next day they're shopping with their yeah. family at the grocery store. You yeah. know it's it's 
um, they would have to, I, I would think, take a measure to to quarantine, you know, the the teams and players. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, uh, as a Las Vegas visitor, you come back often. Just let's 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 switch to a happy note. What do you love about Las Vegas? Why do you come back all the time? You, uh, how many times a year do you vacation here? Uh, or every other generally year? once. I would okay, say the average is once. Okay. Um, I do. This is probably, and I'm and I'm an East Coast guy. This is I don't know. My my number of trips here has to be close to twenty now. Wow! Okay. So you, you figure, and I, I came for the first time in nineteen ninety six, the year I graduated um, college. So um, over the last whatever twenty four years, I've I've come you know on mm-hmm. average close to once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I do actually uh, really want to come back in the fall and see a Raiders game. Mm-hmm. I'm, that stadium looks so beautiful and. Um, the Buffalo Bills come here, yep. uh, which has a little bit of uh, you know place in my heart. I know. So I'm, I'm when the, when the NFL Me eventually too. puts the schedule out, I gotta. That's at the top of my list to see when Buffalo comes here. Um, so the, you know, there's that, but I just I love every. There's so there's so much to do here. There's there's so many shows mm-hmm. and so many restaurants and just everything. You can have so much fun here. It's always it's always great. Like I'm I plan now to do. Hopefully, you know, the shows don't get mm-hmm. canceled, but I've got some tickets to some shows for the weekend now that the, the basketball games won't be going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just... What do you got? What, tell us what you're going to. What are your plans to go to? I'm uh, curious. Okay, I got Boys to Men Friday yeah, oh, night. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great show. Yeah, you'll enjoy that. And Shania on Saturday night. Perfect. <laughs> so, can't go wrong Shania. with either of those. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I yeah. love that. So, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> so hopefully they they happen. I You know, I haven't heard of any shows getting no. canceled yet or anything, so... Um, oh, fingers crossed for you yeah. and everyone. So you want to come back for football. Obviously, the Raiders are going to start playing here. You you lived in, in Boston and covered sports in Boston for a little bit. What are your thoughts on, on Brady, potentially Tom Brady, potentially coming, coming here and come, joining going, the going Raiders? Every, yeah, he's rumored to go a couple places. Uh, I, you know, it would be amazing. Like, he... He's going to bring certainly a winning attitude to wherever he goes. Um, I don't think he's going to sign with a team that is, uh, you know, uh, a long shot to win the Super Bowl. He's going to go to to a team that's got weapons and is capable of winning a Super Bowl because that that would be the reason he would leave. Like he's got all the money in the world. He's got it's six Super Bowl maybe, rings. Yeah. It's I mean it's it's maybe about getting more rings. It's not about getting playing time it's not he can stay in new england and get playing time and Mm -hmm. um i think you know for him it's all about where he can win a title um and you know where he where he'd be appreciated and so um if the raiders show him the love i would think they'd be in strong contention you Mm -hmm. know and maybe he wants to play for coach gruden i you know like i mean coach gruden is uh i knew him from when i worked in tampa he was the buccaneers coach and so i very familiar with him, and he's got a great magnetism that that players like and players want to play for. I mean, there's a reason he won a Super Bowl, and he, you know, took the Raiders, built the Raiders into a team before he left that was a Super Bowl contender, and ended up losing to Tampa the first year he went to Tampa. But that aside, like he's he's got a great pull and charm about him that I would think someone like Brady might want to play for. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. I love it. All these different questions and perspectives from John, from my friend from college. Is this random? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But before we go, I do want to ask, John and I always do kind of our secret tips living here, but you visited at least 20 times. So for those listening, what is your 
John, your your tip to some people that might visit. Do you have any things that you always do or, you know, that you're like, oh, this is how I maybe cut a corner to get this or I get a discount or yeah. my favorite place to go or my Your advice drink. for a Vegas first-timer. Yeah. Uh, my advice to a Vegas first-timer, um, you know, don't be, don't be in a rush to... Do the things that you know that everyone that everyone says. Like you, you'll find your own way. You know, um, I, I remember something I just did this week. Also, when I had a morning off, uh, Tuesday morning, um, I went out to the Hoover Dam, and it was the first time I took the tour of the Hoover Dam. Mm-hmm. I went down in it, and it's spectacular. You know, and and in my twenty plus trips, I had only come close to it once, where I did a, a, a river rafting tour down the Colorado River, and they bring you up, you know, as close as you can get to the Hoover Dam, so you see it, and then you mm-hmm. take the raft and go back down the river. Um, but that that was something totally unexpected. Like I, I didn't expect to enjoy it even mm-hmm. as much as I did, and I don't, you know, I thought, hey, that's great. So I mean, there is all those you know things to do and places to see but just take your time and don't don't think of it as hey this is going to be my one time in vegas mm-hmm. like come back yes, right come back like you, <laughs> absolutely like absolutely like there's there's so many things to do that i'm still doing things for the first time sure on 20 trips you know so just don't be in a rush to do say i have to get this in and this in and this in just yeah. enjoy it and and think about hey the next time i come i'm going to do this yeah good to, uh, do you have a favorite restaurant at all, or one that you continually go back to, or do you try and just really change so it up? So every morning for breakfast, um, and I'm staying over by the Flamingo, okay. um, in that uh, strip of shops uh, the between link. the Link and the Flamingo, yep, the there's a, a Maxi's, which is mostly <laughs> breakfast food and uh-huh. stuff, but although when they first opened, they only opened a year ago, uh-huh. um, and now they've expanded to a dinner menu and stuff like that, but I go there every morning for breakfast. Okay. Like their breakfast food is... Really good, heavenly Maxie's. If, if you Come have on. a sweet, if you have a sweet tooth like me, okay, I'm like they have these cotton candy pancakes. Oh my god, <laughs> fruity pebble French toast. <laughs> Ah, Unbelie- is, unbelievable. Now, this is an insider tip. It I didn't is. Know. I didn't know about this Maxis. breakfast. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, John, well, I guess we'll, we'll talk to you on your next trip. Listen, enjoy the week, and I hope that the shows still go on, and we appreciate your support here in Las Vegas and spending your money so that we can live tax-free. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. This was an absolute pleasure. Yeah. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks so much for being here. And coming up are two tips on Vegas Revealed. Thanks for listening to Vegas Revealed. We just wanted to take a minute and let you know that we have a brand new website, Vegas-Revealed.com. That's where you'll find links to our podcast. You can find all different platforms to listen to Vegas Revealed. Also, we have an email there, ideas at Vegas-Revealed.com. Send us a note. Let us know what you want to hear here on our podcast. Also, our YouTube page has really cool videos that we produce when we're out and about in Las Vegas. It's a one-stop shop for everything Vegas-related, Vegas-Revealed.com. For Dana and Sean's secret tips. And you know what? We're going to kind of keep with the theme, I think, um, and the coronavirus. It's on everyone's minds. And I was thinking back to, you know, I've been a journalist a long time, to some of the stories we've done on the flu in the past. Yeah. And some of the things that I've learned. And I specifically remember a couple years ago, one of our reporters at KTNV, where I worked, Joe Bartel, said, great. great. Yeah, he did great. He did a great story on, you know, kind of how to, you know, stay germ free, prevent, you know, the spread and all that kind of thing. And we were talking about the flu. 
blue. And one thing that stuck in my head, and I still do to this day, Sean, is use my knuckle to press buttons, okay? Really? Yes. Do you type with your knuckles? No, I don't type with my knuckles. My own <laughs> buttons are fine. It's when there's buttons involved that involve other people. Community buttons? <laughs> yeah. So in Las Vegas, we have a lot of elevators, you know, in the resorts. And I live in a high rise, so I'm always in the elevator. Uh, and then also everyone fills their tank with gas, right? Yeah. Uh, so what? instead of using your fingertip, and it, it may seem obvious, but I was like, oh, you use your knuckle, you know, because you're using your fingertips to touch other things and it spreads. But if you use the knuckle, then you're a little better off. So I use the knuckle to press a button in the elevator, to press the unloaded button in, in the, uh, when I fill my car up with gas and just something that I wanted to pass out because uh, there's so many resorts and hotels here and things that we do in Las Vegas. And it's important to, you know, have these kinds of tips. Yeah, really. Even live using the self-checkout and mm-hmm. the, the ATM, use your, right. use your knuckle to type your pin. Yeah, and we were saying slot machines when you press the button, right? That is true. <laughs> that is true. Hey, you know, um, kind of continuing along the, the, the same strain here, uh, I'm, I, think that this is a great time to bring the family together and it doesn't matter if you live in las vegas or not this is a great time to find some incredible deals on staycations Mm -hmm. so if you are worried especially with spring break coming up if you're worried about traveling far distances Mm -hmm. you can still have a great time with your family and stay a little bit closer to home now i was looking on uh, a travel website a popular travel website and some of the hotel rates are down 25 30 40 percent so you can find some great deals now what i would recommend is if you do find a great deal call ahead to that place and ask them what they're doing to ensure that their guests are uh, going to have a, a clean and enjoyable stay ask about their disinfecting practices all that stuff and If they put you at ease in that conversation, there's no reason not to go there and enjoy some time together with your family. No, it's such a great idea. I know it's a time to, to, you know, take advantage of these deals. And we we were chatting and saying, you know, if you're not going to things that are full of a room of, you know, tons of people and you're in your room or you're at a restaurant or maybe you're even out by the pool, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, get outside, take a hike. Don't put your don't put your life on hold. Yeah, exactly. Listen, a lot of good information in today's episode of Vegas Revealed. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We will be back next week with episode ten. Talk to you then.